everybody give consent. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. I am here with another. Um, I got a whole bushel of them here with me today to do it, but uh, I'm here to talk about a, pos- a new Kickstarter comic called um, Savage Wizard, and it ha- I have with me today uh, the co-writer Leslie Julian, the artist Brian Flint, and the other co-writer Doug Wood with me. How are you guys doing tonight? Very good. Yourself? Good. I'm uh, not too bad. Uh, I ain't, like. I did tell me off because I did. Uh, I've been obviously chatting with um, Leslie, or is it is it Leslie yeah. or Leslie? It's been Leslie. Yeah, it's been me the whole time. I had even Jen with. Yeah, and then obviously I'm like, all right, man, let's hook this up. And next, you know, uh, I got the rest of the gang in here. I'm like, okay, all good. Even that's all great. This bar, yeah. Uh, we'll. I guess we'll go into more quicker stuff. We'll go around the table. Obviously, we'll start with um. Leslie, like I've been uh, talking about, um, let's hear a little bit about your background in comics, and uh, we'll get into the Savage Wizards Kickstarter that you guys are setting up. But yeah, let's hear your background in comics. Uh, so I guess the, the quicker version would be, I would say, about six or seven uh, years ago. I was reading a ton of comics at the time, and um, uh, basically I was kind of inspired by something, but I, I didn't know how to write console on my my wife was pretty much like, uh, why don't you just make a comic out of this story that I, I made because I was doing a lot of short stories at the time. I was like, I don't know how. <laughs> so I went online and started learning how to, how to write comics. And so, um, from there I wrote, um, a short, uh, called Life is at Dusk, which is about, um, uh, someone who is, uh, suicidal and he's basically forced to live, uh, against his will. And um, after that story, I, I did a couple more shorts, and I actually um, found a group called the Comic Jam, where I learned to kind of um, write short, basically one-page comics in about the span of a week with, with artists based on just random talk, but topics that are kind of thrown at us uh, in the Comic Jam. And from there, I um, wrote a couple uh, shorter-length mini-comics, about four or five pages. Um, I wrote something called Rogue Marketing, which I'm actually I'm kind of doing a longer version of now. And uh, I wrote uh, something called, oh gosh, what's it called? Bizarre Ride. And so from there, I kind of did slowly kind of, you know, grew the size of comics I was doing. So, you know, from one pagers to about, you know, four or five pages. And then I was able to link up with Sam Owen. And we did um, an awesome story called Ghost Gauntlet that I uh, uh, got to debut at SPX back in 2019, back when conventions were still a thing. Right. <laughs> and, uh, so from there, uh, around the 2019 time, uh, Doug actually kind of, uh, hit me up and, uh, we kind of got into Savage Wizards. Uh, we can kind of get into more Doug's story, but I've been, yeah, doing, um, mini comics for a while and Savage Wizards definitely been brewing for a while. I'm really excited to, uh, unleash this upon the comic viewing public. I, uh, I, I was more glad he said it because I was going to say he's being very modest. There's a, he has a comic. He probably has more comics, but the one I actually I actually own Ghost Gauntlet on my Comicsology, and that's kind of how the stars aligned for me. I said I said something nice. You actually popped <laughs> on the tweet, said, "Hey, thank you very much, man. I really appreciate it." And like, it just kind of hit the follow, and it kind of made this work. But no, uh, I really like Ghost Gauntlet. I also okay. think uh, the writing was great. I think it's it was very uh, 
you probably it's like that stars align with uh with Sam because uh his art style is like that very comic it, it has a really the writing and the art kind of kind of felt like coexist perfectly I'm like okay this does feel like a Saturday cartoon or like that classic or more classical uh, Cartoon Network style I'm like okay mm. and it was very funny I do like that whole um, like just all offshoot like about the the whole thing about the hell trip that happened in that that move that book excuse me tongue yeah that was a really fun project it's funny that was the second project I, I did with Sam but the other one uh kind of got shelled because I was a uh, pitching at the time but I I just Sam, because I was already familiar with, familiar with them, and I said, "Hey, why don't we do something else real quick?" And uh, so we really kind of um, cranked out Ghost Con with like super quick, maybe about three weeks or so. And it's just because I was feeling a pretty bad um, imposter syndrome. I was like, "Oh, I need something new for this convention I'm going to be at." So, and I wanted to do just something different because at the time I felt like a lot of my uh, comics were a little bit more serious. I was like, "Now I want to do something fun, more lighthearted, more action packed." And that's kind of how yeah, Ghost Gauntlet came about. So, yeah, that's right. I remember you liked it. And I'm, I'm glad that, yeah, kind of made our, our paths converge. Yeah. And then, no, it's good to hear. And then, uh, what I'd like to, we'll switch over to Lisa Brian. And then, uh, let's hear your background. And obviously, yeah, hear how'd you get into comics and all that fun deal. Um, well, my story's a lot shorter. Uh, I've been being an illustrator for about 10 years. Um, I've run my own Kickstarter for my graphic novel, uh, Kuru. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Just training, getting good. <laughs> right. No, yeah. and, uh, one of the questions I always ask an artist more was, uh, comics, you're, you're like my, that's my main path when I was going into, uh, you know, being an artist. Was that like comics was like the first thought or is that kind of like, a like a secondary thought that I, oh, wow, I can actually make some money while doing another passion of art. Um, well, actually, I, I don't really, I was lost artistically for a while when I got out of high school. Like, I was drawing, but I didn't really know what to do with it. And uh, a friend of mine told me, uh, well, you like telling stories and you like doing all that stuff. Do comics, man. And uh, I had heard that a couple people who went to, uh, the art, you know, the art school that I went to had gotten into comics professionally, so I decided to give it a shot and see. Did you, uh, did you used to like be a comic fan before, like kind of like that, uh, that inception little seed that happened to your friend gave you in your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I was reading a lot of manga and a lot of, uh, like uh, weird kind of comics when I was uh, growing up in high school. Like, uh, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac and, and reading, uh, you know, I don't know how to say it. Ramna, is it Ramna half or Ramna, you know, whatever. Uh, so Japanese manga and, and, and some weird comics, but I never thought about doing it myself at the time, you know, until much, much later in life. I'm assuming by, uh, more of a tease of when we get into real Savage Wizard stuff, I see your artwork in this little, like, um, press kit that you guys gave me and yeah i can do i can definitely see the manga inspirations of like how you like you know set up the, the style and set up everything i really and i'm also a big fan of uh people who use the inks and like the more sh the dark-esque of how they draw into and i really dig like even like the first picture the first page i have on here is like 
showing a horde of goblins or orcs or whatever you want to call them without seeing the text. I really dig your your art style. Like, you know, that's really good. That's a good starting of what I can see of Savage Wizards while we get into it. Or give you a, <laughs> give you a kudos. But, um, yeah, next we're going to talk to uh, Grace. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh, <laughs> Doug Wood. And I'd uh, just like to hear uh, hear your background and all that fun jazz. Uh, I think, let's see, 2020, I was doing one-page comics on the Comics Jam. And uh, I was just trying to figure out how to do like comics, start all over again. And um, I saw Leslie on a Discord server, and he had put out recently uh, Ghost Gauntlet, and I, I bought a copy from him. And after reading, I was like, oh, man, do you want to work on something together? And luckily, he was uh, willing to do that. And uh, I really appreciate him being kind of like a mentor to me and helping me learn how to write. And uh, so from there, we just kind of uh, workshopped the comic and uh, got this done. And it's been a really awesome process of working with him and learning from him. So like um, Savage Wizard, this uh, is kind of like uh, I would never because I, I see your the little synopsis of here about your background too. Uh, so is this like your next, like, what would you say your biggest comic book thing you're working on or so? Or, well, I, I had a one shot at action labs, uh, though that's, that was a mess. We'll, we'll, we'll avoid that story. But then, yeah. uh, then I did a uh, Kickstarter last year uh, uh, for a four, four issue. Uh, and we, Collected in a tray called Ultramax, uh, like a superhero prison, and um, we just signed a deal with that one, so that's hopefully coming to store soon. So Congrats. yeah, I'm I'm I've been doing stuff. I had uh, anthology I put together all by myself. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, it was like it'd be like I was running as the publisher. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. It was 300 pages long. It was uh, really influenced by like manga and like uh, Shonen Jump and stuff like that. So. I, I definitely been doing a lot of stuff uh, beforehand. No, and also congratulations on if you didn't hear me about that, you got a deal coming on for that Ultramax to come into stores. That's that's also oh, great, great to thank hear. Thank you. Um, but yeah, a little bit of an icebreaker right there, I guess. Um, I guess why don't we uh, get right into it? Like, who would like to say, like, in theory, what is Savage Wizard? If you want to, you know, break it up. Of how to say it, but like I, I can, I can obviously say it because I have a little press kit right here. But no, yeah. uh, it. I pitch it easily, just as like this. It's, it's if you like like those kind of Conan comics from back in the day. Conan, if he had to get forced to reclass as a wizard against his will, he was kind of like that guy that hated like mythical arts and like uh, magic stuff. So what would happen if like he had? he had to do it just to save the world. So uh, it was kind of like this high uh, comedy idea that we put together and we wanted to be brutal and kind of feel like action, adult swim and all that other stuff. And I think, I think people really love this idea. So it's basically how you said, so it's definitely going to be high action. I can tell even just by the, the style of the art I see. But um, assume there's uh, comedic events because of the idea that it, it, he kind of understands. Well, I'm a barbarian, but then he obviously under like the the idea of a Dungeons and Dragons class, like 
I hate working with Wanderers, you know, with staffs and stuff. Is that what's the plan? Yeah, so basically our, our main character, Renar, is uh, he kind of grows up, you know, in that barbarian society where, you know, magic is not to be trusted, magic users are not to be trusted. So he definitely has a, a huge disdain of that kind of thing uh, beforehand, before, like I said, his... Uh, he's forced to kind of um, reevaluate things and uh, go about learning magic uh, due to uh, events uh, that pop up later in the story. With uh, so was it was Doug? Are you the one that came to Leslie about this uh, Savage Wizard, or did you guys kind of like kind of formulate your best together? But or you know what I mean? Who came with to who with the pitch of like want to make a like a barbarian story and this. Because for some reason, just because I've only read um, Leslie's background of like you know his style of writing, I feel he is definitely probably the help with the comic relief of like that the whole wizard and like dealing mm-hmm. over the top of like the Adult Swim jokes you guys are saying. And I feel without obviously knowing, but um, you know Doug seems like he'd probably be the one that probably has like the the lore of like a barbaric like Conan universe style. And then I'm clearly without him being able to mention at the moment i definitely you guys know the right artist because i think brian in these you know one two three four four pages are killing it because i do like i like the uh how uh what's the word dense how dense your your art yeah. is like it's like you know one Super is like he has one two three four you know has like seven dudes raging towards a battle and just they all have different things it just has a very great density and intense and it has like that this i'm assuming it's going to be black and white the the whole thing right like a manga mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah yeah yes yeah, and yes. it it definitely has great it has a great style i already have a i already dig the style and all that fun jazz but i'm assuming am i correct about like who pitched to who about this so, so it's kind of uh, sorry, go, ahead, Doug. Go, go ahead let's uh, so um, basically, how it came together, like Doug said earlier, he did hit me up so we kind of collab on something. And we were when we were trying to figure out what to do, um, I actually uh, had like a bunch of pitch vendor uh, pitches that I had just on my phone because I just threw everything I'm writing in uh, like Google Keep. And so um, basically, I had just a bunch of uh, random like you know one sentence um, ideas that I had, and I. We were both going back and forth. I spit that one at him, and he's like, "Yeah, that's the one. Like, let's make something out of that." So I had that super high basic con- con- concept of, you know, what if a barbarian had to reclass as a wizard? But you know, from there, we definitely um, did a lot more with it. And Doug, I think, is kind of more familiar with the um, the Conan stories and stuff. So it's definitely great to kind of lean on him um, for some of that um, background stuff. But yeah, we just totally kind of put together this fun, crazy, weird story together. And you are definitely correct. Leslie is the kind of the comedy guy. I am kind of more, I guess, the action guy. <laughs> I feel like in those scenes that we broke up, like, uh, I laughed a lot, a lot when Leslie was putting together, like, his scenes, so it's fun. Yeah, I could only imagine, because like I said, with the, the background of Ghost Gone I saw and, like, the over-top of, like, there's some mythical creatures in that, but I see that he did some over-the-top humor. Like he, I can see where that, where his strong style is, and what um, when you guys work this out, where 
did Brian come into the picture of like how did you find him to like I we want this um like I said, you you hit the nail on the head, you found the right guy. But the idea of how did Brian get come get into this group? Brian, you wanna say your own how they how they found you? Uh well I was also participating in um this group called the Comic Jam. Okay. You know, the one page uh collaboration group. And so I guess they knew me from that and they hit me up uh to ask me if I wanted to to work on this project. And after I read the script and saw the you know, they're like, This is what we kinda want the people to look like, this and that, and they gave me the reference material. I was in, dude. I I, I was excited for the job. I'm glad I'm I'm more happy that uh you're able to even draw their faces maybe not as uh beautiful as Jojo Bizarre, but that you have a, a isk of like that those brows and like the the face style. I'm like these are some pretty men and some big big burly men too in this uh in these pages that I'm breaking down. I do dig that. And then uh what was another thing I was about to say? Is like well we then also uh, you want to break down your guys' Kickstarter. And, cause obviously we are, this is going to come out on, uh, one, two, three, four, eight, on September 8th. So obviously we have still days before it actually launches, cause I believe your, your Kickstarter launches on September 15th. And then obviously it goes for a whole month of, you know, 30 days. But, um, uh, what is the goal? And obviously what is like, there's some stretch goals we can talk about, or like, you know, what is, what is the plan for Savage Wizards Kickstarter? Uh, Kickstarter. So uh, the goal is six k, and the majority of it is uh, to basically get um, Brian paid so he can you know finish up um, the uh, rest of the pages. Um, we're yeah just super excited to bring this life, and we're pretty confident like. Based on everyone's reactions, whenever they see Brian's art, we're, we're fairly confident that we're going to hit our, our goal, definitely. I, I, I agree, too. Um, also, I, I'm waiting for the, the 15th to see the, the tears. But um, I, I really dig it, too. And I think uh, I've had conversations with others about, like, this kick, Kickstarter is definitely the, the new... Uh, like local comic shop where people can go find and get suggestions from like you can just judge by people of their profile like oh they're trying to get something back they've also backed maybe like 50 other pro or you know projects and all this stuff and kind of works all in your guys' way like i've seen a lot of success or i've been recently watching a lot of success coming out of kickstarter which is great you know and then uh so is there any like um how they word it? I've seen some people like do like uh, so it was like is there like a very out out of left field crazier stretch goal uh tier? Like can we get like you know if somebody gives you two hundred bucks they can become a barbarian or maybe have their face head <laughs> on a stake or something? Yeah, so that is uh, one of the higher tiers uh, is to get drawn into the book. Uh, that's uh our stone heart tier. It's uh the hundred dollar tier. So basically if um you pledge that tier you get the physical book and also um get drawn into the, the book. And, yeah, get lovingly <laughs> rendered by Brian, which I think is pretty sweet. Um we're just gonna need early bird um tiers as well. So if anyone catches us and they're super excited about the book, um you pledge it first day and you'll get a little bit of a discount. Oh, okay. um, oh, that's good to know too. 
Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, there's obviously we're gonna have some so many friends by some uh, people we're excited to um, reveal. Obviously, once um, the uh, Kickstarter launches, and let's see what else is there. And um, there is gonna be a collected version of that, of that uh, mini print here. We'll get um. So there's um two people that are gonna be doing mini, mini prints, and we have two from Brian. So we can get all four bundled up together. And then um, finally, there's going to be like a video chat um, tier where uh, any like people who are maybe newer in comics and need some advice can talk to me and um, Doug and we'll kind of give you advice on scripting or um, pitches or things of that nature. And we can hopefully help you out with that. So those are the tiers that we got going. Is there a, and then just more also, as I see in the kit. You know, you're trying. You know, you're trying to sell a pretty good, a pretty good sized book, like 28 pages of. And I'm assuming this is going to be high, some high adventure or action pages. And like the idea of, of course, it, it probably matters on how the Kickstarter goes. But I'm assuming Savage Wizards could possibly get another Kickstarter going for maybe even issue two. If there is an issue two, I'm not sure. But obviously, you know, I mean, I, is the goal is to get find the the fan base and maybe continue, maybe do like a forward comic arc or something. Yeah, actually, you got pretty good intuition there. We're we're um yeah have this kind of planned um four issue miniseries. So ideally, uh, if we could get them all funded through uh, yeah Kickstarter, that'd be awesome. We're hoping that people will uh. Be excited about what they see and uh, show their support in a big way. If you, all right, and then just because I've heard only from him, Brian, if you could give somebody like a good elevator pitch or like the way it was try, you're trying to sell this Kickstarter also, what would you say? Besides what Leslie said. <laughs> well, um, an elevator pitch is kind of hard for me to pull off, but what I will do is if you get drawn in as a barbarian or I could even try to twist it into an orc or something like that. If you want to get into that, I promise that your death on the page, which is for sure guaranteed, it <laughs> will be gory as hell. And I'm going to put plenty of time into it because that stuff's fun as hell to me to do. That's, you know, from an artist, that's probably the best way to say it. Like, I'll make your death look beautiful. <laughs> yeah, folks will remember it. <laughs> And then uh, also, Doug, is there anything you want to highlight from of this Kickstarter besides, you know, could be even the, I don't, I, again, I don't want to open up the can of worms about the whole AL thing that's going on right now. But no, like the idea, like show uh, Kickstarter is definitely the way to go and help support some of these these uh, newer or indie artists and creators. Like definitely is how the way to go. But is there a way to sell Savage Wizard? That was not been said yet from either one of your... Uh... Yeah, I've been saying over and over again, uh, we already have uh, nearly 200 pre-launch followers, and that's all due to Brian's art. We haven't even shown off like a lot of the full pages, so just like go take a look at the art. If you like it, then you'll, you're gonna you're gonna want it. So. <laughs> I am also... I'm, I ain't gonna lie. I'm more of a person... I'm waiting for the words, but Seeing the art has, I'm one of the 150 that are waiting for, like, I'm waiting to be notified. You know what I mean? Not just because of this interaction that was about to happen. I was like, 
Okay, this is a pretty cool looking, intense. I like that style of art, but I am I am interested to see how the how the the script is. Is there uh, is there a little bit more you can break down about the the story? Because obviously, like you said, we've only seen art, but like, is it like is it just orcs versus barbarians, or is there like maybe a uh, a fellow, or excuse me, a different tribe of barbarians. You know what I'm saying? Is there something that could be a teaser for the actual script of Savage Wizards we can hear? Yeah. So it it starts off uh, kind of in that um, almost you would say kind of basic story of like, yeah, these barbarians are going up against this four chord, and it, it, it takes a big um, left pretty much. Um, there is basically um, conflict between um, our main character, Renar, and his uh, right-hand man, or his friend, Ascom. And uh, pretty much through a series of events, they're pitted against each other. And um, let's say that um, our main character, he is his world is upended. He is outside of his clan. And now he's basically fighting against people that he, he grew up against. And so he has to find a, a way to, to, he has to find a way to save the world pretty much because of uh, the events that transpire. And he does it in a way that he begrudgingly, <laughs> he begrudgingly accepts, which is uh, learning magic, but <laughs> very much a last resort thing for him. No, and it, it does sound great. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this September 15th launch and seeing, um, hearing more from even, I got to find Br- Doug Wood and Brian's Twitter so I can see your guys' uh, tweets about Savage Wizard also. But no, it does seem very uh, interesting. I really think uh, it's cool to get also like a, um, I'm going to say it nicely, like, you know, the American script style of comics, but with Brian has like a, a pretty decent background in that manga uh, art style, which I really dig. I think it's going to be really cool to see in the art of um, this action barbarian style, you know. So I am looking forward to September 15th. And then I guess also, um, I guess real quick, of like, if you, I like to do this question, not saying it has to be about, of course, about the big two, but like, if you guys had keys to either writing or drawing, is there any, uh, hero or villain from the big two that you'd love to be able to write a script for or uh, draw we'll say a, a a volume of it you know what i'm saying like you have your own you get keys to the kingdom but you get to have your own uh we'll say 12 issue run of a hero or villain of from the big two or if you knew somebody, if you if you had really something about Spawn or something, you know what I'm saying? You had a passion about Spawn, you can say him too. But the idea of, is there anybody from the big two you'd like to have like keys to the kingdom for? I'd be really into doing a Silver Surfer book. Like after reading yeah. Silver Surfer Black, like uh, it it really uh, really made me want to see more from that character because I didn't really think of him the way that. Uh, you know they portrayed him in that book, and I, dude, that artist went nuts on that book, and I, I'd love to do something similar. I would like to see your art style in that more uh, interstellar style because of obviously how how it how dense you made some of the barbarian shots. I could only imagine how you make like 
like you know star clusters or even planets next to each other, asteroid belts. I think it'd be a very that'd be a pretty great pick for you, sir. Oh, thank you. <laughs> How about uh, Leslie? Only because Doug's mic's still muted. Oh, um, I'm for ready. me. <laughs> For me, uh, if I was forced to pick big two, I think I would say Runaways. Actually, that's probably one comic stuff at the time that I was reading that really pushed me into wanting to write my own stories. I was just so inspired by um, uh, Brian D. Vaughn. So Runaways, I would just love to mess with you know, Alex Wilder and, and the, the crew, Nico, and everyone. I would really have a lot of fun Working with that or ruining that, <laughs> people's <laughs> taste. But yeah, I just love Runway, so that would be a lot of fun to mess with that world for sure. I'm loving more. the current run by Rainbow after the, that blip uh, that I'm not going to mention. Uh, that Rainbow's what she's been doing recently has been a lot of fun to read. I'm more interested for other people to listen about Nico because now obviously she's going to be in that new Marvel video game that's going to be Midnight Suns. So that's going to be another connection. So maybe yeah. you might push her a little bit more. Maybe we'll see. But um, Doug, what would you, who would you pick out of the, are you guys, are you going to be a, a, the, the third home run for Marvel? Or are you going to go over to my side, DC? <laughs> uh, well, I was, I was, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go left field. I, I've been talking about this for a long time, but I really wanted to do a like an image uh, story. It's like a retelling of how the founders got started, but like set it in kind of like a fantasy world. I think that would be really cool because there was a lot of uh, drama behind the scenes on how like those six guys left Marvel to start their own stuff, and I think that would really play well with like some knights trying to like leave the like the kingdom to start their own. I think that would be a really really fascinating story so that's that's if i had if i had something to tell that be what i would want to tell you know what that's why that's why doug wins because he out he he made his own thing he he made it <laughs> yeah own, i like that that's yeah, pretty cool he pulled the trick he tricked questioned the whole thing he's like guess what i catch what you're doing i'm gonna make my own thing and i like that um no <laughs> again is there um Anyway, you guys want to shake this out of like, okay, yes, September 15th. Is there even like, do we have like a, the, the lowest tier to get like the PDF? Does, do we have that? Do we have that set up or maybe at least, or do you want to keep that silent? Let's see. What is the lowest tier is? Uh, sorry. I'm going to think about it. It is Doug, you know, top of your head. Okay, lowest tier is five bucks. So five bucks, you yeah. you can get you can get uh, more expensive coffee for how how for probably not as rich as those pages are wow. for twenty eight pages of rich barbarian violence from uh, Mister Brian Flint. You can't beat that. You really can't. Like and, seriously, if you scan detail that. Brian puts into this thing, you're gonna your jaw is gonna drop. Like he puts a lot of he puts a lot in these pages. You you really gonna appreciate it. We got we have and also the innovative of answering the question. Doug is you know co-writing this, and then of course the comic, uh, you know he does a good job. I don't want to put him under just oh he's comic relief. He did a, he has a really excellent style of his own with even Ghost Comet. Like I said, it's on Comicsology. Assuming the rest of his work. 
some of his other work is on there too. I really dig. It sounds like I dig all three of them. But uh, thank you guys for coming on, Ken. But then also, let's just go around the table and tell the people where they can find you. And then obviously, it'll be in the, the description of the audio of the show. And obviously, yeah. Thank you guys for coming on. Go ahead, Les. Oh, go ahead, Les. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at L-E-S-W-R-I-T-E. That's Les Wright. Find me on Instagram at L-S underscore Wright. And on my website, lesswright.com. Uh, I'm on Instagram as uh, Kuru Flint. That's K-U-R-U-F-L-I-N-T. And I'm on um, ArtStation under my real name, under Brian Flint. No Twitter? And Nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Too busy drawing. <laughs> I'm only on Twitter, and I'm at Doug A. Wood. And then the number one. All right. No, that, thank you, gentlemen, for coming on. I think Savage Wizards is, it's got something special there. Not just, I'm not bullshitting because you guys came on and looking for me to come to the show because it does look cool. I think you're also finding the right clientele to talk to because, uh, you, you sold it to me and I'm, I'm waiting for September 15th now. But yep, obviously for this, no problem, man. And then, uh, Again, so obviously people know where to find me at Mike Fowler 93 And then, like we say on every Cousin Cecil show at the end, you guys be good to each other, and I'll catch you next week. Peace. Mm-hmm.